Oh, that sun's starting to roll in, see, Jared? Yeah. You know, I was a little worried about these ominous clouds behind us because we are doing another porch episode for all of you lovely people out there. Feels like it's been a while since we've been on the porch. Yeah, I think the last three, four episodes we've done indoors just because of the the rain and the weather. Fall is approaching, Jared. Yeah, I think September 21st is the final day of of, uh, spring, uh, summer. Fall is the best season of Michigan, but it lasts for about three weeks. But it is the best season, I, I would mean, say. I would say if we're lucky, we can get to the end of October, sometimes in Michigan, and then November, sometimes we can hit get hit by snow, and it already feels very winter-esque, I would say. My partner is saying that she thinks this is going to be an especially bad winter because the uh, last one was so mild. I think she might be right. You agree with that yeah. logic? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I think I've seen it happen here in Michigan before, to be honest. Yeah. Where, where you know, yeah, one, one winter is kind of mild, and then you get pummeled the next one yeah with tons of snow we'll, we'll see I'm, uh, but i think we're wrong but we'll see I, I think in this new work from home culture that we're all living in i don't mind a pummeling right because it, it's actually beautiful if you don't have the like if you don't have anywhere to be it is lovely or if you're or if it's not like so much that um your power goes out or something i guess right that's then it's true a little dangerous but that's true and hopefully you have a good good heating system in your home yeah as well i apartment. need to raise up this camera i feel like people it. can see too much of my stomach and it's making mm. me self-conscious so there we go <laughs> there you go all right um oh so, so, so i mentioned yes uh, i wanted to uh, talk about something today yep which is uh so i i ran across this story uh doesn't really surprise me uh i think uh I think everybody is a little bit at fault here, but I want to tell you the story and get your <laughs> thoughts here, Jared. Um, it's a great start. As you can see, a USC professor can't teach after using a Chinese filler that sounds like the, and this is the headline I'm reading, sounds like the N-word. Um, so I can tell you as someone that you know lived in China, you have the word jiga, which means like this. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just just for safekeeping, <laughs> I'm going to do the Chinese translation. Chad Chad knows not to get canceled at this. That's point. right. This I, I a- you know I love doing this podcast <laughs> with you, and uh, I'm not going to I'm not willing. And see, I already got my Chinese he, right pulled up right he's here. He's right because I'll cancel his ass too. I don't he will. Shit. He will. It should. You can't get it. This is kind of like when someone. There you go. This is kind of like when someone says. Uh, All right. So listen, Jared. So it'll say. Jiga, which means this, and then it will say the other one. Here we go. Oh, it won't. We they won't be able to hear because it. it's in our headphones. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, here. Actually, hold up, hold up. Here we can fix this. Chad's gonna get real fancy on you, on, right. on y'all, real, real on y'all fancy. right now. That's right. All right. Output we need. Oh God, please don't, please don't mess anything up. I'm right, so scared of for garage. Here, here we go. Here we go, Jared. You heard that second one, right? I barely heard it. Nagya. Uh-huh. But but some Chinese dialects, they say jiga. Right. Naga, and then the other one they say sounds very close to a certain um, word. I understand. Yes. So anyways, <laughs> so this USC professor apparently used this I've heard that before. Don't they example. have something like that in Korean too? They, yeah, they might. Yeah, very very well could. And I remember telling my students in Jinan that if they come to America to visit, they use that filler word when they're thinking. Like kind <laughs> of like too. um. 
<laughs> so anyway, so, so apparently this professor, a, com- a communications professor at the U- University of Southern California, has been placed on short-term pause after using a Chinese filler that sounds similar. That's so stupid. It is stupid, isn't it? <laughs> it's ridiculous. So so Dr. Greg Patton, who teaches uh, Marshall School of Business, used the word, and I love how they have the Chinese characters here, um, <laughs> Naga, but it can sound like, right. you know, Naga. Or, you know, depending on <laughs> you say it faster, I'm, I'm not going to get any closer here, Jared. Um, or Niaga. Uh, and so he was teaching a graduate But never with the class. ER. Uh, yeah, it never well, sounds well, like that. Right. But anyway, so he explains this to his class. Oh, there's, I think there's a, oh shit, there's a video of it. Uh, send it to me. You can, oh, can you airdrop? Yeah. How do you airdrop here, from I'll, I'll Chrome? I'll just send it to you. I got messages. Oh, right. I, I forgot. Messages, I forgot. Don't you worry. My computer's slow. If I did it on my computer, we'd have to wait about 45 minutes for not, messages to open up. Not, not That's next true. time we record, though. That's next true. Time Your boy's upgrading. Quick. That's right. Upgrading with someone else's downgrade. That's right. But hey. <laughs> all right, so see, Jared. Now our audio preferences are all Gucci. Cool. So anyway, so so yeah, so yeah. Can you play this? I sent it to you. I, mm-hmm. I'm really. I haven't actually seen this. So so let's see. And and the caption is: sh- Do you think this professor yeah, should be yeah. fired? Yeah. USC USC administration removed Professor Greg Patton from teaching his business student after using a, chi- a, a chi- after using a Chinese word that. Uh, sounds like a racial. Sl- uh, oh, that's. Oh, that wasn't the end of it. That sounds like a racial. <laughs> 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 I was like, it's a weird way to end a sentence, but okay. Right. Sounds like a racial slur. Okay. And, uh, and he said in his class. Here's the video from the class. Come on, show me the video. We're really uh are we blown audio wise we're really we're really on point today, Chad. Do we do we even, we're do, really do, we on even point. do a podcast, Jared? <laughs> do we even do a podcast? Shut up. Shut up. Is it an ad? Oh no, it's because I turned it my was you didn't turn out. your speaker on. We wait, have got to hold, hold on. start. Okay, now actually now although I'm glad that we're watching this because now that I, I'm actually I feel like I might change my mind in a second. Hold on. ideas can help bring the audience in if you have a lot of onlookers and this is culturally specific so based on your native language like in china the, the common word is that 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 so in china it might be nega 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 so pause it different words pause it here in different countries okay so <laughs> so so first of all first of all i'm, I'm going to try to defend this guy a little bit you know because i do work in education and i understand what he's getting at that. So in China, it might be nega, 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 nega. So there's different... See, <laughs> new drop. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. But I don't know. Do you, do you think this guy should be fired, though? I mean... Um, listen, it is it is funny how many times he said it. I'm not going to lie. I don't, I, but, for some, but that's what you'll hear in China. And also, I, in my head... I'll tell you, I'm not going to say this changes my mind or anything, mm-hmm. but I will say that something that did change for me and that made me have to reevaluate my position was I, I thought he was speaking Chinese at first. So oh, I, okay. I, at first I thought, and, and that's why I thought it was extra ridiculous. But now when I hear it like this, it is kind of funny. And I can imagine where, how people would obviously be like, oh my gosh. But the, no, I don't think he should be. No, I don't know. He's just explaining another word. And I think I think he was smart to not even 
Like he just like he never even like I don't know if it was me I'd probably have to make some sort of stupid joke that I'm constantly saying the n word. Right. He just we, yeah moved on. He seemed like, very professional. You, yeah, play play more of it. He play seemed very professional and he. Words that you'll hear in different countries, but their vocal disfluencies of saying that 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 um 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 er er er. That was two things. One is you can put a pause That's in between. It. That's it. But the, yeah, but he like he was explaining. Uh, he's literally explaining. The like how people, people's filler. He's explaining filler words, right? Like, um, That's the point of the presentation, or whatever he's giving, right? And for the, I mean, he for, is a communications professor, and for Chinese, that's the nigga, 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 nigga is yeah. their uh, <laughs> no. I and, lo- it's a good filler word. I'm not gonna lie, but it is their filler word, and, and you will hear it. I mean, I heard it. I I can vouch, you know, firsthand experience, and and I mean. It's, it seems stupid to say, but it's a completely different language. Like, right. Chinese has no relation right. to English. And so, mm-hmm. like, this whole... And so, it, like, just because it sounds the same, like, doesn't mean it has any sort of relation to what right. we're saying here. Well, that's a weird thing, is language is so ambiguous and abstract. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, our, our word for, you know, for this is this or that, right? I you know? I think nothing that he said there was... I'm, I was... F- I, a fireable offense. Nothing, yeah. Nothing that he said there was wrong... Right. And um, I don't know. Maybe if I was a white person, I like to think that maybe I'd only say it like twice. I don't know. But but that is <laughs> that is how they say it over there. That's sure. You know, he sure. gave a very accurate. Sure. I mean, he's just teaching portrayal. people how people talk. Right. I, well, I don't and, understand. And how, I, yeah. And I have he to wasn't say, even talking about people like he was. <laughs> there was no reference to like right. it was no reference to people or anything. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and to me, it's just like I just realized I love this power washer in the background. Right. Yep. <laughs> yep. Doing some power washing the next couple of days. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a crazy story, though. I mean, and as I said, I, apparently he is on administrative leave or pause. So he's in. Um, he's at a university. He teaches. He's, he's a professor. What? He's a professor. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you'd imagine that at some point, like people in other departments would be like. I would stick up for him. Does that right. happen at colleges? So, yeah. Yeah. So here. So this is this is the story. And now this is coming from a website called nextshark.com. So I, I'm not sure, you know. Uh, anyways, this this is at least what, what we're reading here. So uh, Dr. As I said, translated to. Um, What's his name again? Uh, Dr. Greg Patton okay. is this guy's name. So anyway, so what happened, though, is there was a student group that. Uh, the group added that they lived in China and take a Chinese language courses, and the word was clearly and precisely before instruction is always identified as a phonetic homonym and a racial derogatory term. They stated that when in the context of speaking Chinese within the social context of the United States, it should be used more carefully, which I had also told my students that um, as well. Um, because I've, you know, I have friends who are Americans who speak Mandarin fluently and, 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 when I hear them talk to their friends on the phone in Chinese, I'll hear I'll hear them say this word because it means this or that, right? I I, I think he I don't think he was I don't think he was being careless, right? And apparently, this student group wrote, "Our mental health has been affected. It's an uneasy f- feeling, allowing him to have the power over our grades. We would rather not take his course than to endure the emotional exhaustion of carrying on with an instructor that disregards." cultural diversity uh, and sensitivities and by extension creates an unwelcome environment for us black students. 
Dr. Fa- uh, Dr. Patton's faculty profile describes him as an expert in communication, interpersonal and leadership effectiveness. In light of the situation, he agreed to take a short-term pause. Yeah, hey, what else review. is he going to do? He's just more right. racist if he argues about it. Right. Right. I mean, he could. He I mean, could, he's not, I don't think he's racist. Right. He, he could walk. I mean, he could resign, but I don't think he'd do I, that. I, I, um, I think that's. Listen, I'm, I don't. I don't. I, I hate to disregard people's feelings. But I don't know if I, I don't know if I feel that strongly about it. Right. <laughs> I don't well, know if well, I, that's that's the. Thing. I don't know if it's I, I I I it's it would be hard for me to imagine that that would have such a effect on me emotionally that I wouldn't be able to even have this teacher as a teacher anymore. Right. Right. And yeah. Um, if anything, I don't know. I don't I, know. I, and obviously, we I, don't I feel, know. The I sound whole, like an old person now. Right. Well, we don't know the whole story <laughs> either. But at the same time, I just feel like. Yeah, he he was just explaining something like that that you will legitimately hear, you know. Um, right. It's 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 crazy. Um, and he, yeah, and if you're yeah, and I, did he give examples of other languages that do it? If if that was his go-to example, I mean, like, hey, pick another example. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point. Like, unless that unless he was point. giving multiple examples, right? It would I, what, I would find a little odd. What are some better examples we could give this guy? I don't know. I mean, I don't know all the ums around the world. Because Germans, I mean, Germans, they kind of just say um, right? Or they, I mean, a slight variation well, of um, that. Yeah. What? Hmm. Like something that would be like something that would be so far out of our. Like, cause all the European ones are a lot just of variations of eh, um, uh. Uh, yeah. I wonder what they do in in Arabic. Yeah, I don't Cause, know. Because every language, I think, does have what these. Type they, of, uh, that use. might be a fun episode to explore at some point. Filler words in different languages. Okay. All right. That, all right. that might be a good one. Um, but but yeah, I don't know. I do feel I do feel like, as you said, Jared. You know, um, we're not trying to, you know, put any anybody down for you know their feelings, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it, but we don't know the whole story. I guess you know we don't like know. How, how how else should should that be taught? Right. I I guess as you said though, it would be smarter to find a better example. Maybe you know that's not a well. That's what I'm idea. saying. Well, because <laughs> he's talking about idea. fillers. Right. So if he's giving a whole bunch of examples and they just right. cut out, and we saw like one example, and we mm-hmm. just saw the Chinese example, right. then that's one thing. But if he's just talking about fillers as far as communications in English, and he just uses that as his one example, I would just right. if I, I don't know, I would like to think of our if I were a white person, even if it were a quote unquote legitimate example, I'd still just be like, I'm just gonna like I could find another. There's got to be another example that just would avoid this awkward moment, even though it is a legitimate example. What you're saying right. is true. You're not. Like you're not, you're not saying it in a derogatory way, I guess. But it, like, that's true. It, it it's just weird that it is weird that if that you didn't think about that, I guess. I I really try though to be honest to avoid fillers at all costs because I think it's wasted sure. words. Of why course. Not, why not just take the time? I'm bad at that though. I use a lot of fillers. You don't. You don't all the time, do you? I don't know. But I mean, this guy is a communications and teacher he's explaining, so it completely makes sense right. that he'd be talking about filler words yeah i would i would say so um but yeah so anyways you know i i really hope though that this guy dr Patton, added that his pronunciation of the word originates from the time he had spent in shanghai i i mean i've heard that in other places in china too not just shanghai um so i i and i i believe that i i don't i don't ha- i don't have any doubt in the world that they that they say it like that because I feel like right. I've, I've heard that before. Right. And, and yeah, but it's, I don't know, I hope I hope this guy doesn't lose his job, you know, because of something like this. I mean, I get that, um, you know, as, as I said, I think everyone's a little bit at fault here with this one. Yeah. You know, he as you said, he could have definitely chosen a better example, probably. Um, I think I'll, 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 that's all I'm saying is 
Yeah, I don't think the guy should lose his job either. But you would hope that it would make him think twice about 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 what he's doing, especially when you're like, you know, the thing about it for me for, for me also too is that like it, they are children. So like when you're talking to like kids, you always got to keep that kind of stuff in mind too. Well, because, they're college like, students. I don't think they're kids. They're 18, 19, 20. Come on, dude. You, did you did you not go to college? I mean, I went to college, <laughs> but they but I think. I mean, you're getting closer to the real world. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're not children, you know? as in like you have to babysit them and like right. they can't hang, like they can't in handle theory, it. Theory, they should be. Living, but I mean, like they're yeah. children in the sense that like I can totally see how this could, like, it could turn into a joke mm-hmm. among students, and that and that could and, and it that prob- it probably already has. And I could imagine how that would annoy me as a black student, you know, to to hear to that's now, true now that's here fair. The, or like I could imagine I could, and I'm just. And I'm not saying any of this happened, but I could also imagine hearing some white kids being like, oh, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just, this is just how they say it in Chinese. I'm not saying the N word. I can 100% hear that happening. Yeah, and that's not cool. But but I'm also putting a lot on it that's not on it. We don't know that any of that happens. Right. But I'm just saying. But you do know college kids. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So as a professor, it's like, you got to kind of keep, like, like, it kind of does surprise me that you wouldn't at least think about that stuff you know right it's like you are teaching a kind of you know half children and it's right. like you kind of know how half children respond you know kind of that when people hear that they're probably going to be like hit like at least giggle i don't know <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I you know so but i am i i think it's just a stupid i think it's i don't think it's i don't i don't think you should lose his job right i will tell you though when i lived in china i was definitely the jigga man Every time <laughs> I would go mean? out to eat, Jigga, Jay-Z? Jigga, uh. Jigga. <laughs> you know, because because I didn't speak enough Chinese to read I'm the characters. I'm a hustler, baby. That's right. Uh. I, always, I always had my little speaker with me on my backpack playing that song when I would go and order something, you know. The Jigga Man wants this. That's right. The Jigga Man wants Jigga. Uh, yeah. So um, Got the job done. Got the I'm job gonna done. Save, I'm sure. going to save our uh, apology for the next episode. For the next one? All right. But I, but I w- did want to ask you, uh, did you see uh, what David Blaine did? Oh, yeah. He flew over. Where did he flew over with like a bunch he of was balloons, in, right? Yeah. So his, this was called Ascension. He did it for uh, YouTube. And That's hilarious. I actually saw, I Ascension? actually listened to his uh, Joe Rogan episode, actually on, on the way to your house mm-hmm. the week or two ago. And on the ep- on the episode, you know, he's like an illusion, not like a, you know, he does stunts and stuff. Magic and illusion and, and stuff, yeah. And he had uh, Joe Rogan stab him with an ice pick on the episode. And I, I was listening to this as I was driving, what? and I was still like wincing oh. just listening to it. And I'm like, I'm so glad I'm not watching this. Right. So I actually, I, 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 I because I'm so well prepared, I took this, this is a screenshot from my computer screen. Nice. while i was watching it look at this this is ridiculous and what he was saying during this episode he was talking about this he was saying he was really trying to recreate that uh that um like sort of cartoon-esque being pulled away by by balloons and holding on to it so he so he had this look where he was holding on to it with one one hand. arm yeah or yeah excuse me with one arm but really um like it was strapped to like he had a harness that that oh that, he the, did okay because i saw at one point like well, he, he is an illusionist so but he wasn't it wasn't that wasn't part of it though because i saw at one point he had to like so what he did and i don't fully understand why this was i think he might have mentioned it but so he had a parachute but he didn't put it on until he got to about ten thousand feet so he started putting it on at about nine thousand feet took a second to get it on so about ten thousand feet was when he got it on but what he had to do it was like up in the balloon so he had to pull it down it was on a string oh wow 
and he had to. Uh, That's so crazy. Let, so, dude. so I saw him clearly let go of the of the you know of the sort of one hand thing and to pull right. it down. So it's clear right. that he wasn't just doing that. So he had to pull it down, and then he had to put on the backpack. And then once the backpack was secured on, or the parachute, I should say, right. the backpack with the parachute in it, he had to uh, like. Like de like detach the like you know the cooks that were holding the parachute on, and then also actually before that he so he was going up and you know they were tracking the speed you know he had the, his mm-hmm. his altitude and all that stuff, and um were they doing it with a watch? You pointed to your wrist. He had uh yeah he had two altimeters on okay. uh, um and then they obviously maybe had some sort of other way to track his uh, altitude remotely. Okay, but um or maybe they didn't. I actually I feel like they were just asking him. No, maybe they did. Because I feel because they had the altitude on the screen, but I feel like at some point they were asking him. Oh, they were asking just to make sure that they were aligned on their like what he was seeing is what they were seeing and all that stuff. So they did have a way to see it as well. But when before he as he was ascending, he had like all these weights, and at certain points they would tell him to like drop weights. Okay, and um, he'd go up higher. And I think part of it was because they just, just didn't want him to just like you know shoot into the sky or right. something. Like there's a certain speed that they're trying to get this to happen at. Mm-hmm. And so, um, how many balloons do you think that was? Um, I mean, look, looks like a looks like a. But I mean, shit ton think about balloons. it. These aren't these aren't balloons you're gonna get from Kroger, right? Not your one dollar <laughs> balloons, right? Like these aren't. Yeah, these are probably you know very because this had to get like certified as an aircraft right. essentially. Do you do you know how long it took him to travel? To to go, um, where I think the whole go. thing. I the whole thing probably lasted about maybe an hour. That's still crazy. So though. between between going up, maybe a little less than that, maybe forty five minutes between going up because the, the whole thing was two hours. I didn't start from the very beginning, but I know he wasn't. But but you know, there's no way he's. They didn't just, you know, start him from, you know, from being in the air, obviously. They probably showed him actually ascend from the beginning. Um, so um, it was probably about 45 minutes. And look, so... Uh, that is absolutely He wild. ended up floating... Guess how... Do you, did you see that? Guess oh. how high he got to in feet. So think think what... A, 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 your airplane cruises at about 35,000 feet. I'd say fifteen to 20,000 feet. Oh, I was like, "What's that noise?" This this CNN article just started playing. Uh, um, he what? What? You, Fifteen to twenty thousand. You're close, but low. Twenty four thousand nine hundred. Twenty four. Wow, so almost so twenty five thousand. Four point seven miles. And then In he the had sky, to sky. That's crazy. Yep, it, with balloons. <laughs> right. And then he had to skydive back down. Which is also kind of terrifying. Skydiving, to watch. yeah, skydiving is something else, <laughs> especially since he's not jumping out of a plane. I mean, I guess what difference does it make? But he's jumping right. off of like a, you know, a bunch of balloons. So what happens then? That aircraft just keeps going up and it's gone. No, I think Did, there's probably some way that they can like pop the balloons. Like, yeah, I, th- I think so. I think so because because there's down. no way that 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 they're allowed to just like let it go let it go and just let it fall where it may <laughs> right yeah that would be terrible there's no way that that that's part right. of the, the thing right that's so wild. i'm sure that they actually you know put it they, they they have a way of bringing it down that's pretty crazy though that yeah it's crazy david it was, blaine has done some crazy stuff yeah he and, and and oh and the main person that he was talking to so there was like a like a person that was narrating what was happening but then like the main person so david blaine obviously had a headset and he was talking to people the main sort of person that wasn't the 
was, you know, the engineers that he was talking to was his daughter. He kept going back, like his daughter, you know, kept going back to his daughter and be like, hey, and giving check-ins and stuff. That's funny. And I, and a little part of me is like, well, I don't know if I'd want to put my kids through this. Like, right. this seems like torture for a child to watch. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I know. The kids, like, look like she was, like, I don't know, 11 or something, 10 or 11 or 12. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. This, it, like, this, this I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to be on camera talking to my dad thing, constantly thing, and he could follow the sky at any moment. I don't yeah. know. It was weird. It's crazy, but I mean, dude knows what he's doing. I guess. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, he does, and he looked super happy when he hit the ground. Oh, I'll bet. I'll bet. <laughs> I mean, that's quite, that's quite the feat. That's quite the accomplishment. He was to be like able to clapping. No, and he was just like, like fist pumping. Yeah. Dizzy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, that dude must be. Right. Uh, I have, that must be a rush right there. Oh, for sure, dude. <laughs> That's better sure. than any drug right there. Well, speaking of rush, Jared, how about we... Uh, I thought you were about to start singing one of those songs. A rush song. Oh, sorry. You didn't have the... No, my I didn't. Bad. You That's didn't my bad. That's my bad. No, no, no. That's not your bad. That's my bad. I shouldn't be prepared. Spread a little love. That's right. And, let's uh, get some shout outs, Chad. Let's do it. And my first shout out today goes out to... Uh, a museum in Copenhagen for the world's first ever museum of happiness. This sounds that like sounds very cr- Denmarky. It does. That's where it? they went for um, that IKEA thing. Oh yeah, the happiness trying- training, right? Yeah, that they went mm-hmm. to uh, Denmark. Yeah. So happiness and 2020 have not always seen eye to eye. This is from BreakingNews.ie. <laughs> Whether it's social and political upheaval, natural disasters, or the small matter of a global pandemic, oh, that thing's in. Uh, yeah, in 2020, already being touted as a career year for awfulness, and the tunnel is only showing slight signs of light. Perhaps then we could learn a little something from from Denmark. No, no, that's how they talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not how that's they not talk. a kind of Italian. <laughs> that, that did a little bit. Let's try to, anyways. Uh, perennial named among the happiest countries in the world. Um, July brought. Okay, anyways. So yeah, so this museum opened up in July. Um, of the Happiness Museum in the capital of Copenhagen, a new installation curated by the influential think tank, the Happiness Research Institute. Is that a is that a company? That's a re- it's a research institute. Yeah, on happiness. So they're getting funding just to figure out happiness. Yeah. Wow. Hey, you know what? Just the idea of that seems far fetched to me as it, an American. <laughs> it, it does, but honestly, dude, like think think about all the stuff we, people spend money on. I yeah. feel like this is not a bad investment to learn about what makes people happy. Well, and, and I mean, self-help is a gigantic field. It's a huge industry, so how about, too. So how, how about we stop listening to Gary Vee telling us to conquer our fears and actually get down to the science of, what's, of, of what, is, you know, what is happiness, you know? I would say we need, we need a little bit of both. Give me a pill that makes me happy. I want one of those limitless pills. Well, it won't make you happy, Jared, but the red, <laughs> the red pill is one of them. But you know like those- The, the um, red pill is definitely one of them. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, but then I'm going to have to start fighting a bunch of guys that look uh, that wear suits <laughs> and sunglasses. <laughs> you can do the bullet, the bullet thing. You can dodge the bullets, Jared. You're quick. Just stop. Um, Jared's doing the Matrix. For yeah, those of oh, you yeah. For those of you not on YouTube, I stopped bullets with my hands and then I picked it out of the sky and looked at it. Um, I love that, though. I love that. I mean, but the funny thing is, dude, is we've been studying happiness since forever. I mean, that's got to be one of the beginning of time. Plato, Socrates, um, Aristotle. Mm -hmm. I keep wanting to say them the German way. How do you say? How do you say? Aristoteles. Oh, okay, okay. You know, the the emphasis is the emphasis is on different spots. I actually did not know that till they said it. I mean, Mm -hmm. it makes sense, but I've never. 
I've never talked about Aristotle in German before. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's little, my fault. A little different. But yeah. So anyways, I think this is a great idea, though. I would love to eventually think, check this museum out. Do you think it's possible to come down? Do you think it's possible to come to sort of an answer on what happiness is? Or sort of I think we break should do, it down? I think we've talked about it. We should do an episode on that. Okay. I, I, I do have some, some, not some answers, but I do have some thoughts. All right. Well, Definitely I guess we have, have our thoughts. next next episodes. Uh, yeah, re- ready to go in the chamber. Yeah, in the chamber, locked and loaded, baby. All right, but yeah, this is a definitely a great thing though. Um, uh, and I think I think the whole point is to try to better understand um, the human condition. You know, better understand yeah what what makes us tick, what what can make us laugh and smile. At the end of the day, I think that's little teaser. That's what happiness really is, though. Is what can make you laugh and smile sure. at the end of the day. Well, that's why I think it's so hard to tell people what happiness is, right? Because it's not about, it's not, it's not a thing. It's like, right. It's like what gets you to a place. Exactly. What, what you know, what is that? Right. And I guess in a healthy way, because you know, a lot of people could say like a drugs or something, but right. it's like, is that really a healthy way of attaining, you know, whatever that right. is you're looking for? Right. Yeah. Well, I I think a lot of it comes down to also, um, I really think this may sound counterintuitive, but like just working for something. Like I think that that sense of accomplishment for me uh, leads to a lot of happiness. You know, you work really hard for something, you know, you save up your, you know, I remember when I was in high school, I bought this guitar amp. I saved up like four months for it. At work, when I um, a lot of what I do is make presentations. Some of the presentations take a bit of time, a couple of months, and you know they're you know it's a, a lot of data that you're trying to work through there. And um, I, I think one of one of the greatest feelings I have has nothing to do with working on it, but that that when you hit send in to the on the final edition and you send oh, out the yeah. final edition that's always a great feeling that and it's is like a great and feeling. it's like and it's like that's when it's done you know when it's like all right, right now i'm done people have it there's nothing i can do now it's theirs now mm-hmm. that is such a freeing i love that it feeling. is and i feel like that that is also definitely a type of happiness for yeah. sure but you know what else is a big type of happiness for but me? to get to that point you have to do all the work even though like i hate that the working right. part i don't hate it but even though the working part of it's not the fun part there's no way you can get that success in hitting the send unless you do all that right the, there's the a lot behind the scenes yeah for sure what else makes you happy chad uh untranslatables maybe definitely some untranslatables and i have uh well first of all untranslatables are idioms phrases axioms adverbs or words that don't translate uh, on a one-to-one basis into English um, smoothly. So we are here to smooth out that process for all of you amazing people out there. So I'll get us started today, Jared. My first one is uh, Mexican Spanish, and it is uh, comiendo mosca. Do you know what uh, comiendo mosca means? No. Comiendo comes from comer. Uh, to eat, mm-hmm. and mosca are flies eating flies. Oh, oh, oh! Is it like they're eating flies? Combiendo is that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think so. Eating flies. Mm-hmm. Is it just like you're grasping for straws? Like you're, like you're. What exactly does grasping for straws mean? It's like you don't know the answer, but you're just like you're just like making a bunch of random guesses that aren't really that aren't really. You're, based you're, get, in you're getting warm. You're getting warm. So someone who makes these 
crazy guesses. They kind of go on these crazy. Oh, someone that's like rambling or yeah, going okay, going like on going on tirades or okay. Yeah, rambling, going on a tangent. Like someone who, basically, someone who speaks very Just talks a aim, lot. Yeah, tangents or speaks very aimlessly. Okay, so okay, so someone that talks a lot with no direction, right? Like a child, essentially. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, they tell the story, and I um, um went yeah. to the castle, and you're um, like, I don't even know what you're talking about right, right now. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, my first one is uh, uh, Quebec French, French Canadian, Quebecois. Yeah, Quebecois. That's what you call it, mm-hmm. and it is uh, Peter Lefeu. Which means? Fart fire. Oh. Is this when you eat something really spicy? <laughs> no, no, it's not. I'm disappointed that's, that's, that's not what that means. Gross. No, uh, no, it's not that. It's nothing to do with um, bodily uh, excretions. Bodily fluids? Yeah. Okay. You, so you would call some someone is a, uh, like you'd call someone a fart fire. Is it? Oh, is it someone that's just like... Uh, He's Googling it right in front of my face. I, I am. No, I'm trying to find <laughs> my, my stuff for my next on Translatables because I remember I wanted to do some different ones. Um, so it... Uh, so f- fart, fart fire. fire. Um, You're a fart fire. Is it someone that You're like not, yells? I would not say... Someone could be someone that someone that's, that's like a hothead. Someone that like gets very angry. Yeah. Well, no. I, I, Loses your temper. N- well, no. see... I'm getting it, colder, it, it, it seems. No, no, no. You know, you're right, but it doesn't have to be that negative. It's just a oh. like an energetic person. Oh, someone who oh like an oh. Ener- like yeah, it doesn't have yeah, to be okay. a someone hothead, but it's an energetic okay. person. So okay. you were on the right track, but okay. once you started getting negative, I was like, no, I don't think it has to be negative. Right. Okay, that's fair. Um all right. So uh all right, let me find this one here. I thought I had it here. I can give you I, I want to give me another one. Give one me more. Mm-hmm. Now this one um I imagine you know what this is, but this is German. I actually, I'm sure you know what this is. Okay, give it to but me. But I then. saw it, and you know, I've just—it just seemed very fitting as I was reading all this stuff going on today, and just every time I open social media, I feel this. And I and uh, Weltschmerz. I assume you're very familiar with that one. World pain. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Explain that though, Jared. What's world pain? Uh, and it seemed very fitting, just because I feel like I feel that way a lot these days. So, um, Wel- Weltschmerz, world pain. It's kind of what it sounds. So you you look at the world around you, and it causes you pain. You you feel hopeless about the state of the world. You you see the uh, what's happening to your fellow brothers and sisters, and it just makes you feel pain for people those those that are near and far. You know. Yeah, I feel like right now though, there's probably a Vereinigten uh, Staatenschmerz. A U.S. U.S. pain when when the world looks at us, what's mm. happening in our country right now? Yeah, um, I feel like also there's probably a lot of uh, Schadenfreude when people look at us. A little I bit. Think, for I think sure. there there is uh, in some countries might get a little joy out of watching our chaos. You know, right? Actually, yeah. probably a lot do. Let's be honest. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. All right, my next one though for you, Jared, is Mandarin. And here I'm going to play it for you. One second here. So one more time. Hold up. Oh. So this Did she say something else at the end? Nope. Oh. One more time. So this means, uh, it literally means open door sea mountain. Open door sea mountain, Jared. Is it just like, uh, like broaden your horizon? Come on, Jared. Open door sea mountain. Yeah, it's just like. Nope. Oh, it's, nope. it's just, I mean, it means don't have a closed mind? Nope. Okay. Because that's how I think no, about you, it. So if you were eating flies, I might tell you open door sea mountain, Jared. Open door. Oh, was it like if you're uh, eating flies? If like you comiendo mosca. I'm was like, it like 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 look at like? It's not like a open. 
if you're going on a tangent, I might tell you to like reel it, like 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 reel it in, or like get to, to the like, point. Get to yeah. the point. Oh, to the point. that's what it means to get yeah. to the point. Open door, see mountain. Yep. Uh, okay. So okay. Open door, so see like mountain. Open the door, and I'll see the mountain. Stop. Yeah. Like tell me. Yeah. yeah tell me. Stop what being you need around to say. the bush. Yep. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. I think I'm good there. Do you want to do more, or I think I'm good with I'm I, good there. I'm, I'm good with that. Let's talk about some travel do's and don'ts. Jared. Yeah, dude. Let's let's. Well, first of all, we've had a lot of time to reflect on some travel do's and don'ts. Yeah. Since we haven't really traveled much in a while, um, but I I still really am looking forward to traveling at some point. Finally, have my passport. Um, you know, but a lot of places still aren't taking Americans, and it's probably for the best that people aren't traveling a ton right now. Yeah, um, and I, that actually leads I, me mm-hmm. to my first do. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're thinking about travel, at least for me, and this doesn't all have to be, well, I guess it does all have to be travel-based, for travel do's and don'ts, but it's just like, to me, travel does not always have, like, I don't always have to be doing the most, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like sort That's of- great advice. N- know that, like- you can always sort of be doing stuff. You don't. You don't have to. Everything doesn't have to be extra, extravagant. I don't. It doesn't have to be. Uh, you don't have to go far. You know. You could. There are plenty of places within Michigan, which is where we are, which is why I say that, where you can travel and totally get a new, uh, new change of scenery, a new change of experience. You know. Mm-hmm. And just because you can't catch a new vibe, if you will, just because no country wants to take us right now, doesn't mean uh, you can't. <laughs> doesn't mean true. there's you know there's nowhere to go. Right. Absolutely. And I think the other th- big thing, too, is when you're traveling, you need to really look into um, not only the place, but just um, how long is a comfortable trip for you. I think that's a big travel yeah. do because I think sometimes if you just overnight somewhere, I I wonder if it's really worth all the effort. Like of if you have to if it if it's further away, if it's not that far, sure. then sure, I guess. But if even to me, I feel like if I want to travel, I'd like to spend at least a couple days maybe even three, four days if I can with work or mm-hmm. a week. If you really can or a couple weeks is great, you know. I think nowadays too, I definitely, for some reason, the older I get, I feel like the more I appreciate longer vacations rather than mm. short trips. Sure. Even if I'm, like even if it is once again, going somewhere, not, you know, it doesn't have to be a big trip, but even if I'm just, I can go away for a few days. I think, I think the thing is too with a short trip, you can't, it's it's not as relaxing. Like yes. like you feel even while you're relaxing, you feel rushed because you're thinking because because you have no time to to just dissociate from the fact yeah. that you have to leave at some point. Right. So like you, so as soon as you get there, you're kind of already like in that I gotta leave soon mode. Right. <laughs> like I will tell you, one of the most relaxed times I felt, um, believe it or not, was in February when I was in Bali. Of course, because I was there. I knew I was there for till the like for almost. Well, I was there for like 23, 24 days. You were in no rush. In no rush. Nothing yet. To, no responsibilities, really. I, well, I was looking for jobs. But other than that, I. Yeah, mean, but that's not a full time job. Right. Well, some people could can make it that way. I feel like that's some true. people. That's but, true. But the whole point is, you know, because I was there for over. You know, I was there for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I was able to really relax and just kind of take it day by day. Whereas I feel like if you go for even like a weekend trip, it's like, all right, now I get there. Especially if it's like if you go camping or if you do anything where it's not just like checking a hotel, drop your bags off. You know, if, if you have to like do stuff, um, it, yeah. it cuts into your kind of relaxation, chill time. And if I go on a vacation or if I travel, um, the traveling aspect can be tiring, so I want to have some time to recharge my batteries. If I came back from a, a vacation feeling more tired and stressed out than I did going into it, I think I might have done something wrong in that vacation. I think that's another do I have these days. 
these days is, is what? knowing what I want to get out of a trip. Oh, for so sure. Like, so like when I went to uh, last year when we went when we were in Czech Republic and Berlin, I was before months before I even got there. I was already resigned to the fact that this was probably not going to be a relaxing vacation. Mm. <laughs> like I probably wasn't going to come back rested. I probably <laughs> that's true. I was I was pretty aware of that, and and I was ready for it. You know, I was I was looking forward to it. But then for but then you know, uh, next week, well, you know, at some point I'm go- I'm going to be in um, Ohio in the middle of nowhere, and, um, for four days without you know without my phone essentially right just doing physical activities like you know like you know going on hikes and riding my bike and you know what else you should do that i expect to come back relaxed right you know what else you should do can you bring your keyboard dude that would be a good idea if you're not using your phone you don't have a tv there do you i mean you'll have a laptop no 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 i'm not bringing any no bring your keyboard (laughs) it's not no no phone but then i have my laptop right i don't even know if they have wi-fi that, I'm actually going to write that down right Bring now. I have keyboard, a list of though, them. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm, I mean, I why not? Probably have space. I mean, that's the that's why I always bring like that's why I have these travel guitars. Is so if I go somewhere, you know, I can just bring it with me. And and I tell you what, man, while I was in Bali, those first couple of days when I got to China, when I had like nothing really to do and all that time, and I didn't have internet yet, and I didn't have my phone set up, mm-hmm. you know, having a guitar or something to like pass the time is so like great. that was almost what you would. When all those moments when you want to just pick up your phone and open Instagram or Facebook, or whatever, right. instead you'd go sit, you know, I guess not sit in front of a piano, but go pick up your guitar right. and just pluck at that for a few and minutes. And honestly, or man, it's crazy how often people check their social media. I, I started to realize it, and I'm really trying to cut down. I told you, you know, my phone usage was about three hours when I got my report. I'm trying to cut it down to like an hour a day, which is you know? pretty low. Like, yeah. that's, that's close to, that's super low. Right. But see, the tricky thing is I do use my phone to listen to music. Right. So that's the tricky thing. But once again, we as we've talked about, it really, if you have a playlist, the really the, you're, the, the only time you're counting is if you're searching for music. That's true. That is true. Good point. Or use your computer. Listen to music right. through your computer. You sit in front of your computer right. all day. Speaking, right. Speaking, though, of, of uh, phones and computers and everything, I think that's another big travel do for me is really know what I want to take before I go. Right, I don't want to get there and then realize like, oh shit, I should have brought this. Yeah. Or, or, or I've had on the inverse where I've packed too much and it's like, I, why did I bring this? I didn't really need yeah. this, you know. Well, that's what we have for, especially for this trip where we're going to be in the woods with nothing mm-hmm. and we're trying to, you know, keep ourselves occupied. We have a joint list of stuff that we have right. to bring. But then there is a part of me that's like, this list is getting kind of out of control. What, like can, we're bringing. Can you read your list. Bringing, I'm really curious. Um. <clears throat> well, we have a, a food section. There's a lot of food, so right. we have snacks. And Not a there, lot of snacks. And you're there for what? Four days, right? Three from four the seventh to the tenth. So, so four days. We get there like the afternoon on the seventh, right. and the, yeah. So essentially three, yeah, three days in like of actual no Chilling no woods, yeah. act, no devices in the right. woods kind of thing. Yeah, bring your keyboard. The I guess the uh, yeah you should have Sydney idea. bring her uh, guitar. We'll see. That's the do some that's kumbaya. The, that's, you can chill. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> we're gonna come back with like a bunch of songs, like well, Dude, well, yes, <laughs> well yes. rehearsed. Exactly. <laughs> that would be so great. So Jared um, comes back. He's like, "Yeah, I don't want to do this podcast anymore. We're uh, yeah, we're, we're you remember going on that gig tour. you were telling me about? I actually booked it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I took it, and uh, it's mine now. <laughs> they changed it to a uh, keyboardist. So we have a lot of food. So we have um, and as far as snacks some, go, some grill. 
grill stuff, which is a great idea for a trip. Yeah, so food is we have a lot of snacky stuff. I almost I feel like maybe a little too much. Favorite favorite snacky stuff you got on there? Uh, my frosted animal crackers. Oh yeah, uh, we, okay. we we made it. We we never really go to Meyer. We usually just go to like our little local grocery store. But Were we you actually able made to find everything at Meyer. No, we we did. We found all of all of the like non-perishable stuff at Meyer, okay. but but we're we're doing we're getting all like the grocery stuff at our local grocery store that has a better selection. So, but we got um, Garden Fresh uh, chips, which is Michigan brand, mm-hmm. is one of my one of my favorite uh, chips. So we have to- those tortilla their tortilla chips. Um, we have. Um, uh, cookies from this local, um, from our local grocery store, not Meyer. Scones, actually. These, uh, this oh, one, nice. I, I, we, we're gonna take buy some for the, for the road too. I have uh, bacon, and we have uh, toast, and we have oatmeal. That's gonna be and, our and, go-to and breakfast. You'll get some perishables when you get closer to where you're staying, right? When, when like we, uh, like, yeah, like that, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, no, we're gonna get it before we leave. I, have, okay. I bought a, a cooler. Oh, um, oh so yeah, you bought that fancy cooler. As didn't far you? as stuff that we're bringing, yes, I did. A star, as far as stuff that we're bringing that's not like food related, uh, we have a hammock. As I've told you about, I've been using it uh, here, uh, not here. I've been using it in Mich- since we've been here uh, in Michigan. Uh, library books. Sydney, uh, Sydney's a big reader, and she has a bunch of library books. An art kit of sorts. Okay, <laughs> that's what she put. I guess. Okay. Uh, a keyboard. Yep. Um, let's see. French press for coffee. Oh, nice. Playing cards. We bought um, Mancala, and we also bought Bananagrams yesterday. Oh, cool. So those are going to be the two go-to games no we're going to use. Oh, but Uno's not as good with two people, is it? Uh, uh, I like it. It's yeah, kind I didn't of even a, think about Uno. I Uno's didn't even think about one. Uno. We have playing cards. Uh, I'm bringing my bicycle. Yep. So I'll have that. You're going to bring your soccer ball? I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be enough space to sort of run around and... Maybe not. Um... Because cause it's we're gonna be kind of like a wooded area, so I don't, right. I, don't, I don't know if I'm gonna mean have like a big open area to do that, and maybe I will, but I don't I don't know. See, that's the thing. I'm bringing my keyboard. I I'm, I feel like I am sort of getting to the point where I like I just don't I don't want to jam my car to the brim, right? Because then that almost kind of I'm not gonna say defeats the purpose because I still think it's bet everything I brought up is right. better than staring at my phone. Well, sure, of but course. still, it's like yeah, there still needs to be some sort of balance between just like an obsession of device of of, of various things to to uh, distract me. It's like it's also three days. How much do I need for three days? Right. We are going to do a daily hike as, as well. There are various little places in the near area where we oh, can cool. drive to. So that's actually the only time where we have to break our no device thing is for navigation. That's fair, though. I think that's yeah, fair. Yeah, because we have to drive to some of those places. I'm really curious to uh, get your feedback when you come back. All right, dude. You know, and and how, how, how it all goes. I yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Yeah. I, I, thought about, I thought about because, you know, I, I do it, we have Monday off for work. Yeah. I thought about going somewhere... Maybe tomorrow on Monday, but it's like I don't know where I would go. You could do a day trip. Um, yeah. Do you want? Do you, what, what? What kind of activity would you want to do? Because you could definitely do a day trip and go like hike or something. Right. I thought about that. Um, I thought about even just um, or go to like a beach. I don't. It right. might not be hot enough at this point. Probably not. But maybe you could go to like Lake Michigan or something. That's a nice two-hour drive. Yeah, you're right. That's not two too and a half far. hour drive actually probably. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just wouldn't mind like driving around for a while too. Yeah, just get out of Dexter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I mean, that's why that's why I um 
I never have any problem coming here every every week because this is my one escape. So sometimes Sydney's like, "Doesn't Chad want to come here?" I'm like, "I don't know, maybe, but I like coming here." <laughs> <laughs> right. I like you coming here too. To be honest, I mean, we got all the equipment here. It's yeah, easy. and we have the perfect setup. Like we couldn't yeah. sit like this at my house anyway. So I, yeah. I I like the this is my only little escape. So I understand that you'd want right. Want to like, want to get somewhere, free up your life a little bit. Exactly, exactly. But the the crazy thing is though, dude, is you know now that I've, um, I haven't been teaching my my Russian private students anymore. You know, unfortunately, because of you know, the other jobs I've gotten. You know, I just don't have the time and the energy to keep teaching all those students in Russia. Sure. And so now though, it's been crazy, dude. I have like three or four ni- nights a week for, like free now. You know, mm-hmm. and I used to have seven nights a week that were not free, you know. Oh, so right, because you did, I forgot change. about the time difference. Like yeah. You always work at night. Exactly. So so now, you know, I, I'm, I'm lecturing you have a couple nights school, a week. You have your old school, old school nine to five uh, schedule again. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Um, depending on the consultations. It could be. Sure. Could be a could be a ten to six, sure, or an eleven to eight. But you know what I mean. Be, the yeah, general yeah, yeah. window. It's a nine to five. Yeah, I, I do need to upgrade my uh, office chair. I will say that. Speaking yes. of equipment, anyways, let's get back to these travel do's and don'ts. So yeah, some do's. Yeah, definitely um, find a place that's you know either I would say somewhere new, maybe uh, somewhere that's not necessarily too far from you isn't a terrible idea, you know, um, but. Just find just find a place that uh, you know will will serve whatever your purpose for your travel is, right? Yeah, a big one for me is have a plan, and even if the plan is is to do nothing, yep. No, sometimes th- doing nothing but, is but the I, best. But plan. I but I think it helps to have that plan, or else you're not going to be. At least me personally, I might not be comfortable in that. Right. If, if if like if that's not what I'm like, for example, we went to Ludington, Michigan last year, mm-hmm. and the plan was literally to do nothing. Right. And it's and so when we would sit on the beach all day, there would never be any point like you didn't feel guilty. Should we go anywhere? Do you right. want to go anywhere? Do you need anything? It's like this is this is it. This is this the trip. is what I need. <laughs> yeah. This is where I need. This is the trip. There's nothing left. Right. Um. But for example, like when I go to Ohio, like there are all these parks and stuff I want to go to. And actually tonight, I think I'm going to go. And especially since I'm trying to be pretty maps off and actually just like get the ones I want to go to in a mm-hmm. list, That's so smart. I don't have to like be googling in the morning and trying to figure out how to right. get there and which specifically one I want to go to you should just keep your phone on airplane mode or something yeah i probably will and because i kind of i don't know if i don't know how i'll try my best not to bug you at all i don't know i mean it doesn't matter i won't answer because that's true (laughs) why isn't he answering me (laughs) i don't know how i don't know if we've fully decided on this but i kind of want still to have access to music that's fair, but I don't know if I don't, I don't know if Sydney is in on, on board with that. I don't. Is we there, haven't really there, fully, fully talked about it. Is there another though. way to have access to music without your phone? I guess. Well, I can bring my old phone, which is just an iPhone six plus, mm-hmm. but it's not. It has no SIM card or anything. It's right. not connected to anything. You could essentially do that. just an iPod Touch at this point. I mean, yeah, that would. I would say that's kind of one way to do it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and so I wouldn't even be tempted to. Uh, or maybe you should just have to make your own music if you want to hear music on your keyboard. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's real torture mm-hmm. right there. I don't. Right. One of us might not make make it back if we have to rely on on yourself. Me, uh, one of yeah, us playing music to keep ourselves entertained. Oh, that might be dangerous. At least you have a good singing that's voice. That's a cool looking bird. I've ever seen something like that. Is that a woodpecker? That's a woodpecker. Yeah. For some reason, I expected woodpeckers to be bigger than that. Depends on the depends on the type. I they're wish all, I could get a picture of that, but sneak, I'm probably going to fly it, away by it. the time. Very little movement, Jared. But I got to zoom, too. Damn. 
Sorry, people. We are trying to get this woodpecker here. Having a little snack. Finally, finally getting some bird calls. Oh yeah, we didn't. Uh, we didn't announce this was a uh, porch pod. I don't think in the beginning, but yeah, you get it. See, figure you. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah. Um, You'll see a lot of pretty birds probably I'm, on your nature trip. Yeah, I'm I would say. I'm surprised that that's what a woodpecker looks like. This that's cool. Oh, yeah. that's why their food is also just like a stalk like that. Like yep. it's just something that they have to poke at because yep. that's what they do. That's what they do. Yep. Um. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, we were mesmerized by that woodpecker <laughs> there. Um. But but yeah. Anyways. Um. Yeah. I I think the the music thing is a is a good idea though. Maybe with your other phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, just mm-hmm. because, yeah, it serves. Once again, this in goes no back temp- to the in no temptation the to right. uh, you text know, or scroll, just through. check to see what's happening on Twitter. Right. Exactly. Um, I do hope that I come back and there's some like bombshell that that there that probably I totally will be. Out. Uh, probably yeah, will I mean, be. there's never not a bombshell right. happening on Twitter. I mean, anymore. Jared, have you realized it still <laughs> is 2020? We're in month nine, but it's still 2020. You know, something that that thought about. Uh, I thought about when, when I, just when we were talking about this before we started. Something that always, I don't want to say it bothers me, but yeah, sure, it bothers me. I, I don't like the, those country counters. Oh, okay. Like, I, 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 I'm not going to say don't do that because it is interesting to know, I, th- mm-hmm. I guess, but I, I don't like the obsession of, of the country counting. That's fair. Because I feel like it, it, in a weird way to me, like it's it, a humble brag. It, it, or, or it's, it's not, not even the brag. brag. It just kind of feels like it defeats the purpose. Because <laughs> right. it's like, yeah, but you can do a lot. Like, for example, you could do a lot of amazing travel in the U.S. Right. And that's one country, you know? Yeah, you and don't I, see I people feel like bragging, it's just, like, 47 out of 50 states. You know? <laughs> yeah, you do, actually. Do I, you? Yeah, I'm sure you do. Really? Uh, yeah, of course. You yeah, think so? Okay. For sure. But it's, I don't think it's as, it's, you know, I guess it's not as good as a brag as saying, like, 47 countries. That's right. for sure. Um. But yeah, I, I, I guess I'm not going to say don't do it, but I just feel like, f- to me, sometimes it just kind of feels like it defeats the purpose, I think you know? travel-related bragging is just kind of lame, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess that's and, true. And I, and I don't mean to be a hypocrite, because I've posted pictures on Instagram when I've been traveling. Is that but, bragging? But I don't think so. I mean- Well, I, I posted a picture from that, from the, on Instagram from, what was that place called? The, uh, oh, this, yeah, this picture- New oh yeah, yep. <laughs> and I posted a new house. Who dis? Is that a brand? <laughs> it was the Berliner Dome that I that's was standing just, in front That's of. just making a joke. I'd say. <laughs> but but yeah, I don't know. I agree with you. Um, I don't know. I guess I've I've kind of changed my perspective a little bit on on travel, um, just because I've realized there's so many places here in the U.S. I haven't. I seen. agree. You know, I've 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 been lucky to see a lot of cool places, and also though Asia, I want to see more of Asia. United States and Asia, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've not that, you know, if I could go back to Europe tomorrow, I would, uh, because it's an, you know, I love Germany, you know, Czech Republic, uh, Netherlands, you know, there's a lot of countries in Europe that I'd like to visit and see more of, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, here in the U S I feel like it's, I can control a little bit more of the travel. If I, if I like take my car, for example, yes. you know, it's just different. I, f- I definitely feel a lot more comfortable road tripping than than travel even like than, than traveling any other way especially right now but even in general it's it's much more comforting you can usually probably bring more stuff yep uh it's just i don't know it's it's you have it's just a, it's just almost like a it's like you know you're never stuck or anything it's like i mean if i need to go somewhere i can literally go anywhere right now exactly it's a kind of a, fr- a freeing feeling yeah um, do you have any other? Let's think of some other do's and don'ts. Um, oh, well, a big travel do for me, and this has to go with kind of with equipment, and as as we've already talked about, but have a way to um, listen to music. I would say um, 
because regardless if you're doing any travel there's going to be some times where like i guess not even listen to music but listen to music or a podcast i mean unless you're trying to disconnect to the point where you don't bring any electronics yeah. but well before i go on normal trips uh, especially in on with an airplane i definitely do a like i i'm i'm prepared on my podcast to the point where i kind of know which ones i'll even listen to mm-hmm. like in my head i'll do some rough math and i'll be like all right i'll probably start with this one as i'm in the uber and walking through the airport and then i'll probably you know switch to this one and then so like i kind of have it and i have them all downloaded already like i'm already like a pre-downloader of podcast but yeah right. i definitely i had that all worked out in, in my head beforehand i was like all right if something happens and i actually have to go longer and now that i have um well and since i've been a uh, wireless headphone person especially now that i have airpods granted i haven't traveled with them yet um now i uh i Sometimes I travel with two pairs of headphones because if you're on an airplane, especially if you're going on a, like a, a is that your is that your uh, screensaver? I, gu- I guess so. Um, it, <laughs> if I'm going on like a uh, like a trip or something, um, like I need to make sure that that my I have headphones to last me as like the entire thing, and AirPods last for like four hours tops. Right, and so that's not really going to get you through uh, even a, your standard trip to Europe. Right, and so now you got to have backup headphones. Well, if I'm traveling via a, like a plane or a train, I want over-the-ear headphones. True, true. Um, there's just but my over-the-ear headphones are pretty shitty too. So it's time to upgrade. <laughs> man. You have those it's time to fancy upgrade. Drays, they're great, dude. Yeah. They are great. I mean, it was honestly, man, they're expensive, but I think it was worth every penny. Yeah, especially you if know. you. I mean, especially for you, you're always on airplanes. Yep. Yeah. Well, not anymore. That's true. Not in half a That's year. That's true. Yeah, but now half you live with your year. parents, so they, they they serve another purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. That's just a That's joke. Very, that very rude. <laughs> he was just joking. Don't worry. Well, my parents don't listen to And I'm, proje- anyways, I'm projecting so. anyway. So, uh, so but, I, I'm, I, you know me. I'm a headphone wearer right. all day long. I mean, I, I, wear them a a, I wear them a lot, too. I've, but the nice thing is now with those with those headphones, they've been great for work. Yeah, because they're so much more comfortable. Like, like these. What's well, interesting? Okay, but you yeah. wear headphones at work for, when I when I have my consultations. Oh, yeah. like talking through. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Because I, because I, you know, I have meetings occasionally, mm-hmm. and I just put in like the earbuds that come with my my cell phone or whatever. Right. But um, but I actually make a point to use like speakers as much as I can if I'm actually just sitting at my desk and listening to like a music or podcast mm. to like limit the uh, the headphone usage because it can go it can be too much. Right. Right, yeah. I I tend to uh if I'm upstairs working, uh if I'm listening to music, I'll also use my computer speakers. But yeah, but I, feel I won't you. I, I won't you. use um my headphones then. But what's yeah. your what's your what's your what's your do's and don'ts when it comes to eating uh before you get on a plane? Um I try to not like eat to the point where I'm like uncomfortably full. Like it's, I feel mm. like in the states it's very easy with all the airport restaurants to just overeat, especially because if you get there early. And Jared knows me very well. When I travel, you know, by plane, I get to places way too early. Yeah, you know, um, so it's easy. You know, if you got a bunch of time to kill, it's easy to just overeat. And I feel like it's not good to go on a plane and travel and have a super full stomach because of how close I always cut my my travel. It's easy for me to avoid the stuffing myself at an airport, but I think sometimes. Sometimes I do go a little overboard with stuffing myself at home before the trip, because you know I, I think I'm 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 very like there's no no unless you're going to like some sort of 
specific restaurant at an airport, nothing at an airport food wise is going to blow me away or taste amazing. It's all right. just going to be chains. It's all just going to be some junk to to make me feel a little better than I than than hungry. Right. And so um, I always do my best to just go to an airport like stuffed and sometimes it might be to a fault you know maybe i go a little overboard but mm-hmm. it's like i don't want to even have to think about food if i can especially if it's on a like domestic f- flight it's very nice to not even have to think about the food aspect that's true of it. that is true. so i think i i, I mean and so i also wouldn't want to stuff myself at an airport because everything in an airport is so expensive bro oh for sure you, like a water bottle is like four bucks and it's like man i gotta sip this enjoy right. it I will say though some of the some of the airports I I was at in Asia, I mean the food was still it was more expensive than like if you went to a normal restaurant. Sure. But it was still fairly cheap. Um, some of it was, um, and and some of it was really good. Like I got some of that really good sweet and sour pork that's like a Harbin dish at the airport in Harbin, for example. Yeah. Um, you know, like so if you can get authentic food if you're traveling internationally. Um, I don't think it's a terrible idea to have like a little snack at the airport. Um, What's your do and don't on um, um, alcohol before a flight? Well, if you asked me this when I was younger, I would say I would say have as many beers as you want. Now, <laughs> now I would tell you honestly, uh, maybe maybe a beer with your meal or a glass of wine. All right, doctor. But yeah, it, exactly though, man. I mean, I don't think it's good for you to drink a ton of alcohol before a flight. There, well, there's a uh, there's a weird line because because I wouldn't getting drunk before a flight that is such a risk. Yeah, you're tr- you're you're stuck in an enclosed space that could either mm-hmm. that could be super hot. There's a potential for it to just be super hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you 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 don't have that easy access to a bathroom. Now, obviously, right. you have access to it, but it, but if you need it, you don't know that it's going to be open for right. you. Like, there's so many variables. Too many when you're um, and and it, and it and, and and for me, especially on an international flight, you know, I'm with you too. I used to think that like that was especially on a long flight, like it's free. Why not just get as much as you can? Right. But but then especially once you mix in like. The grogginess, the the groggy, 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 grogginess, groggy, 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 feeling groggy and groggy, but like grog for your grogginess, the grog that you get from uh, from although uh, I not s- sleeping, although from I drinking a this. lot, and from uh, 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 what do you call it when you time change? Oh, uh, just a time change. Jet lag. Jet lag and jet yeah. lag, it's a terrible combination. Although I will say this. If you're not changing time zones... Um, yeah, but then you're not flying that far. Three, four hours. So you could fly three, four hours. Yeah, you, sure, you, sure. You know. But then it would, but, but then the booze wouldn't be free. Right, And I, then I wouldn't be interested. I, I will say this, though. When I went back to Austria February of 2013, um, the flight was fairly empty. Uh, because it was kind of a weird time I flew back. I flew back like three or four weeks later than most other people when they were studying abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, and the flight was practically empty. So I got like, you know, once again, we talked about how our mindsets have changed a little bit as we've gotten older. You know, I was 22 at the time or 20, 21 maybe even. And and when they said, yeah, you know, free cocktails, you know, the, the flight's pretty empty. I had no, I was in the middle seat and there was no one sitting on either side of me. So I sat on the window seat. Uh, could kind of sprawl out, relax. Yeah. Uh, it was amazing. I dude. feel like I might have had that when I actually visited you, because I feel like I'm, I I remember 
spreading out in the in right the, and that's oh nothing's that's better than that um, yeah but anyway that's almost so, better than first class <laughs> right and so so i had like three or four screwdrivers and i had like a beer with my meal mm-hmm. and i was out dude i slept like six hours out of that eight hour flight i think was it a good sleep though like no but, yeah of course not, of course not. no no you wake up the, the, and uh, you feel groggy <laughs> real groggy and and if you fly to europe you wait you get there at like 6 a.m yeah yeah the so you're like starting. hungover and groggy or you're still drunk Drunk. It's just not a good dude, combination. I, I have, dude, that I've totally had that experience of like walking through a German train station in the morning. Just hung over. Yeah, and people are like going yeah. to work around you or going to and school. You just feel like <laughs> such a real piece of shit. Well, you you remember when we were in, in Berlin yes. traveling to uh, Prague. I felt like garbage, uh, dude. Just Oh, that was a rough. <laughs> it was a fun night, but yeah, you pay for it later. Oh, yeah. You pay for oh, it Oh, yeah. Later. The grog is real. But see, that's that should be a drop right there. The grog <laughs> is real. Oh, that is hilarious. The grog is It's true, though. But see, I think that's the difference. That's how my mindset with travel has changed being back here in the States a little bit, is that if I drive somewhere, I can't. I can't do that. Sure. You know, so, so, but I, I, I mean, really, that was a big change even between right. Philly and here. Sure. For me. For sure. I, I really, and I've, I've said this to you before, I think when we've talked in private, I really want at some point like a camper or an RV. Mm-hmm. That would be so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, they're kind of expensive. So I'm going to have to really. You, you know, can find cheap ones, but right. you know, I guess you got to fix them up. That's and a, there's, always the, there's always the balance there's, yeah, between how much effort you want to put right. in personally versus how much you're willing to pay. Right. <laughs> Ex- exactly. So, you know, so any any RV people out there that want to sponsor the Untranslatable Podcast, yeah. we can do some great on the road again <laughs> yeah. with an RV. Um, <laughs> yes, that would be cool. But That's just so hilarious in my mind. It's like what? There's a three hundred thousand. They're going to sponsor us and yep. give us like a three hundred thousand dollar like a tour bus camping rig. <laughs> has 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 our picture on the, the like spare tire? A customized you know, sprinter thing. van for us, exactly. all decked out. It'd be sweet, dude. That I'd would be okay be with it. Yeah, it would be fun. I mean, I have so many places around here. Like like I would love to drive through like Tennessee, drive through, and it's so much more freeing too because then I mean it's obviously a lot more responsibility, mm-hmm. but like. I mean, I mean, it's not it's not glamorous by any means, but it's such a step up from being in a tent. <laughs> like, oh, for sure, it's such a sure. it's such a step up, and it, and it and it feels so much more accessible. Which I guess accessible once you pay thousands of dollars for the vehicle, it's right. more accessible. So right. it's not really more accessible. But, but I think I think it's you know it might not be a worthwhile investment in terms of how much money you spend. I mean, it depends how much you d- use. Right, it. but but it would make be it so worth cool. your while. You got to use it a lot. Yeah, but I think uh, I think that might be a travel do or don't right there is is figure out you know what is because for example some people especially to our American listeners out there it might be cheaper in the long run to invest yeah. more up front for like a camper if you're planning on camping a lot um, you know because I just know like I know people who have bigger families you know it's hard to afford to fly everybody to Europe or something sure but you can still take trips as you said around here or or you know I would love to do like a road trip one day across the US I thought about that like when my contract's up in May like mm-hmm. if, if I don't have any jobs lined up for the summer you know I should hopefully be able to save up enough money where if I want to at least have that. a week or two in between jobs where right. you'll have a you know some time to do something like that I would hope so. We'll have to see, but like a, something like that would be awesome. You know, I've never been to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, um, that would be amazing. Have you been to? Have you traveled a lot in the U.S. What, like, like state-wise? I mean, I mean, some. You know, when I was a kid, we used to drive from Michigan to Florida. Sure, um, classic. That's a classic know, Michigan. Yep, Michigan. Michigan. Thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've we, actually never done that before. We drove out to Montana, I think, once or twice. 
you know, I've gone to Yellowstone. I've seen the Grand mm-hmm. Tetons, which are beautiful. I've been to Yellowstone. Um, I was a mm-hmm. small kid, but it is awesome. Yep, it's pretty cool. Um, Have you been to like California? Yep. yep. Okay. Visited my grandma out in California when she was still alive. Uh, but you okay? Kid. So, but this is all ch- child stuff. As yeah. an adult, you haven't really. It's different. Traveled. Yeah, exactly. The exactly. US. The most I have traveled as an adult in the states. Yeah, it's not really you, been you much go, at all. You, you and your dad Europe used to go to uh, the uh, strongman whatever in, in Ohio, Ohio, but that doesn't really count. <laughs> I mean, I'm also Ohio re- doesn't count as traveling. Well, it, it does, but it's <laughs> it totally does. But like, if I'm going there, it's more I'm going there to see my sister and my sure, niece sure, sure. and, and yeah, my no, brother-in-law and, and all that. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess if I if I were to think of traveling, I would rather travel somewhere in Michigan, like uh, check out something more in the UP, for example. Yeah, uh, beautiful nature up up there. Eh? You know, don't you know? Uh, yeah, we got so, plenty of lake lakeside to yep. explore. Yep, uh, great lakes. But I would love to see like more of like the South a little bit, Tennessee. Mm. Um, even just drive through like Kentucky or Georgia. New Orleans is fun for yeah. a for a day or two. <laughs> just a day or two. I mean, I, I mean, I've never had to you know like stay there for multiple right. days because I you know all my family lives there. I, I I don't I could not see myself traveling to New Orleans for like a week. Right. I don't know what I would do. Okay, that's fair. I I, I would. It, there aren't enough like sites to see and like stuff to check out. Even like even like you know pre-COVID. Oh, oh thank you, God. thank you. Um, maybe uh, there's definitely a week's worth of food you could okay. you could explore, but I don't know about I don't know about um. Like actual like sites for a week. I don't know. I don't okay. know about that. That's that's fair. I like Austin, Texas, and it's overwhelming. It's also overwhelming with because like the mm. it's so much all the all the booze and stuff that New Orleans has. It's just overwhelming right. for a week. I haven't, dude. I haven't like drank alcohol in in months now. Yeah. Really. Um, I bought a uh, twelve pack it. of Oberon for my trip. Ooh, that's that is a good purchase right mm-hmm. there, though. That's for sure. Um, so we've talked about some do's. Let's talk about some don'ts. I would say my first don't, believe it or not, Jared, and you'll probably chuckle at this, is don't overplan. I think it's very easy to sure. overplan. Uh, you know, you're excited for your trip. And I think it's, you know, I we've we've done it ourselves. You know, when we were like, yeah, we're going to go do this and see this and do this. And it's... it's but we overplan, but, but I think that that goes to my point of having a plan right. less than the overplanning part. Because the way that we overplan... I think over planning also involves you actually also like uh, or the or the the traveler almost stressing themselves out about having to stick That's what I mean, to yeah, the schedule because exactly. we over planned with a lot of stuff to do but we were very flexible and willing right. to just drop stuff off. You know why, Jared? Cuz we're geniuses cuz we were staying breezy. <laughs> staying breezy, Jared. That's why. Uh well yeah, I I agree with you and I guess also kind of your favorite phrase here, piggybacking on <laughs> that. Don't overplan. Hey, can you hook me up with one of those ba- beer sure. cans? Yeah, I, I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't even want one. But since they're in front they're, of they're me, they're great. Yeah. And they're cooked to perfection. They are. They really are. Um, anyways, while Jared's enjoying his bacon and I'm drooling over here, um, the thing, the thing with like don't overplan is also um, be f- like you said, be flexible with your plans. You know. Um, yeah, I think you and I were both totally fine with nixing anything from our plan, from dropping it, you know? Yeah, um, and we were kind of married. Anything that we were married to, we had we were we made sure we, on. Right, and we and we did it, you mm-hmm. know? A lot of it was just little stuff, though. Going to that one beer place yes. was one for me. Obviously, having some currywurst yep. was like a must. Oh, for sure, um, yeah. 
you know, walking around the Berliner Dome and some of that stuff when we were in Berlin. Yeah. I think I also had a couple things on our list for Prague as well. Like, like I wanted you guys to go to that one Czech restaurant, the really good one in Komutov. I knew that was like oh, a Republic. Must. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Republica. Uh-huh. Republica. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that is really important, you know, be flexible with your plans. You know, as you said, don't, you know, if you do have some that are important, stay married to those. Like, I'm sure, sure for your trip, you know, you guys are sound very serious about making sure you go on that hike. Yeah. You know, um, but see, I think the keyboard's a good idea because I hope you guys have great weather, but if you have crappy weather right. and you have to stay inside, mm-hmm. then you'd have a keyboard there. You know, obviously you guys can cook and play cards and do other stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to me, that sounds like a lot of fun. Now I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> All right. Well, let's think of another don't. Um, hmm. Don't travel with someone you don't like. <laughs> That's a big don't. I guess um, it's more like know the person you're traveling with mm-hmm. rather than don't travel with someone you don't like. But I've definitely, um, I definitely have traveled, been in a travel situation. It's not that I don't like the person, but it's just, it's more know who you're getting involved with more than anything. So kind of know what you have to expect. And so like this person that I, that, that comes to mind there have been difficult trips, but those have been more the earlier trips to where now, listen, I, I'm not, especially when I travel with some people, I am the embodiment of stay breezy because mm. there's some of those, especially some of those stick to the schedule people that don't um, don't take well to like uh, changing up what we do or just dropping stuff off. Mm-hmm. But also, like, which is a normal aspect of travel, I would say. Sure, but also, like, if they want to do that, I think I, I I'm fine with it. You know, if if they want to stick to the the schedule, I'm fine with it. So it's just know who you're getting involved with. But then there's probably certain people where it's like, I I need to take the lead a little bit more, or else we're or else we're just gonna be sitting around being like, what do you want right. to do? Yeah, I don't know. What do you want to do? Well, that goes back <laughs> to I think if you have a plan, that won't happen. Sure. Yeah. You know, if you I mean say, that's the I worst. Want, I right. hate that. Oh, that is terrible. Yeah, being being indecisive be a, while traveling. Yeah, be assertive. Yeah. Right. Don't yeah. don't be indecisive. I and, agree. And I think that's something that uh, during our Czech Republic trip, I was very impressed with you about. You were very good at asking Don and I what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But if there was any on any of that, like oh I don't know, or any of that, not sure. Like you were good at deciding, and you're like, well, I'm the one that knows this place. Right. I live here. Right. So like, if no one knows anything, then I'll just say, how about we try this place right. out, see what happens. And and I mean, the good thing is to travel. You know, you don't have to, like, in those situations, I always knew if we tried something like a couple of the bars that we went to, I wasn't sure how crowded they'd be, you know? Right. And so so part of me was like, well, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't like us wasting our time while we travel by, like, trying to go somewhere and then it doesn't work out, but I would rather try that and then have a backup plan than... And that doesn't feel like a waste of time to me. Right. Because we still get, like, the fun of, like, the exploring as we walk and, from right. place to place. Right. And walking at night from bar to bar is an experience in itself almost That's completely true. different than doing, like, sightseeing. Because you don't really see as much at, at night. You do more people seeing. Yes. In, especially in, in Prague. Especially in Europe in general. Yeah. Dr- there's something about drunk people in Europe. They're they're not ashamed. <laughs> especially, it's no, dude, it's the British drunk people in Europe. No, That's but we've totally been to, like, like in, like in Vienna, you'll, you'll see drunk people walking on the street. It's not uncommon to see at least one person just throwing up on the side of a building. Seen that before, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Almost every weekend you'll probably see at least one. Right. And, and so it's like, um, they're just a lot, like, they're just a lot less. But also, I mean, you know, these cities are set up for walking. These, uh, you know, they're a lot, they're, these cultures are a lot more accepting of, of, right. of it and all that stuff. But like, um, uh, I, I love that. What were we talking about? What was my do- don't? Oh, uh, people, people you don't know or people you don't right, want to right, travel right, with. Right, right, yes, yes. Also, when you travel, don't be afraid to say no. 
You know, you're only yes. there for a certain amount of time. You are there for you. I have really started to try to learn, Jared, how to how to say no. I know it sounds stupid, mm-hmm. but it's honestly kind of a a skill you have to develop. I think there are a lot of Americans who who I I would just I'm rather say it. I would just rather be up front and say no. You know, if you can, and and that also goes back to the kind of, I don't know what you want to do kind of thing. It's like it's like oh I want to go do this, um, and if it's something that you really don't want to do, I also think if you travel with someone. If you're an adult, you should be an adult enough to be like, you can go do that and I can go do this. You know, we don't yeah. have to spend every waking moment mm-hmm. with one another when you travel. Yeah. You know, uh, sometimes it's good to have a little space to yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, and, I, and that that's something that he, that I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm always kind of aware of. And I'm, I'm you know, me, I'm a wanderer. Right. So that's always good. Um, good for for like when i travel with my partner like last time we went to chicago actually right before the weekend uh before Before the lockdown yeah the lockdown started um that's always my go-to thing like she was uh she was not feeling well not rona sick let's be clear but she wasn't feeling well i'm like that's cool and i literally just like wandered the city for like an hour and a half right and uh, it was great and i and and that's that's all i need so yeah i I think being able to to uh, like um separate especially when you're traveling with like a significant other mm-hmm. is being able to like do your own thing is something that is is key i, right. I would say yeah like like you know if you want to go visit a museum and they're kind of like yeah i'm not into that yeah you know if you really want to go visit it go visit it you mm-hmm. know and don't and also don't be upset if you're i guess it's one thing if if you know you go with your partner and it's like a honeymoon or something you know but sure but if yeah. it's just like a trip <laughs> like like we we would always and, drop my dad off at an art museum in berlin or dresden or wherever mm-hmm. and we'd be like all right we'll meet up with you in a couple hours and you know i'd go you know, have have like a coffee or something with my mom, or you know, we'd go do something. You know? Sure, sure. Um, so so it's very different than I need to change that background. Huh? <laughs> it's very boring. It is. <laughs> Chad's um, MacBook Pro. Yeah. <laughs> a- anyways, um, so yeah, I think being able to say no is uh-huh. a, is, is a big one. Uh, a big travel don't as well as I would say, um, don't take things that happen to you while you travel too personally. Like, like oh, if you, you mean from like locals and stuff, right? Because yeah. like sometimes like. <clears throat> You know, you yes, might have someone bump into you and get an attitude with you, or some people might just be rude to tourists. Uh, yeah. now, now, I will also say though, as a tourist, make sure you yeah, are maybe respecting, you're also just being an asshole. Well, right. About the make sure exactly. Make sure you yeah. did your homework and are respecting the cultures, sure. the customs, and all that stuff. Sure. But, but much like in your own home, you you have no control o- over other people's emotions or feelings towards you, right? And, and or how they treat you, you know. But then also don't 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 use that person as an explanation for why this the city sucks or why the people of that country are assholes or something right. like that. Especially if it only is like one bad, like especially people- if it's one bad thing, and especially if you're in a tourist uh, in a tourist place. Because right. I I've had friends that live in tourist cities, uh, like even in the U.S., mm-hmm. and you can kind of see them, like, hate tourists. for uh, for kind of feels like no for reason good. to me that's never oh, really okay. lived in, like, a touristy place. I mean, Philly kind of is, but I but I wasn't... It was it's, it's so easy to avoid tourists, right. especially where I lived, um, where you didn't really get that vibe. But, like... I just I just have friends where like you know Don lived in San Francisco and 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 he almost got like this disgust for tourists. Right. <laughs> well, I kind of did our second. Well, my second semester in Vienna. Yeah. Um, just oh, I can on, imagine. On yeah. because yeah. it was always so crowded with tourists. And and that and that and that is such a tourist trap 
for for like uh, people so trying to reasons. catch him. Right. You know, like in front of the Staatsoper, we used to always right. talk about. With all, the literally, concerts. all yeah. you have to do is look up, look at the Staatsoper, and look up, and people will come at you. Like, hey, do you want to buy this? Do you want to buy this? But if right. you just walk past it as if you, you've seen it before, they ignore you. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Um, so, so yeah, so I guess a don't would be well. Also, I guess don't be that tourist. It would be a don't. Yes, don't be yes. that tourist. Also, though, don't, as we said, don't take it too personally if someone gets an attitude with you. Or, you know, I've had people like in, in Bali when we would try to haggle and some people just wouldn't really budge. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. We just can't come to an agreement. And they, and some people can get kind of rude. I mean, money is on the line, you know? Especially um, as, as you being a white American mm-hmm. in a country like that, I feel like sometimes there is this assumption that you are just like, a, well, you can't afford it, you rich American. Right, right. And and I am by no means rich. You know, I'm I'm doing okay for myself right now financially, yeah. but I'm upper not middle rich. class. No, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know if I'd say upper at this point. But give me a couple of years, Jared, and hopefully some good financial decisions. You know, we'll be on on the right track here. But yeah, I mean, yeah, just don't take that stuff too personally. Mm-hmm. You know, when you travel. Um, another let's see, another travel don't. Another travel don't though, and I don't mean to be a hypocrite, but don't go too hard. Like, don't party and drink so much to the point where you end up in a hospital. If you're in a foreign country, do not take drugs from someone you don't know at a club or something. I mean, it should go without saying. But Well, even, yes, yes. That's a very practical thing that you should know no matter where you are. <laughs> don't take drugs from strangers. But even, like, when you're, um, even just, like, when it comes to drinking, I, I, I like, that's such a... That's such a delicate line to play, especially when you're like our age and you're traveling through Europe. Like that was such a delicate line for us to have to play when we were in Berlin, especially it's like, all right, we're going to stay up until three in the morning, four in the morning, whatever it is, probably later than that. But we also want to see stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it's like it's like we have to balance staying up late, drinking alcohol and then wanting to actually be productive the next day, and, which is very difficult. And when you do that, something's got to give somewhere. Yep. And so, and so, I think, I, I think, I think we're 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 not. I mean, we're we drink, but we're not drinkers. We're not like right. huge drinkers. So for us, it's it's always been pretty easy to like not get so hammered that that I'm like out of commission right. for the next for, uh, for you know for the next day. Well, I would prefer now just like a couple chill beers somewhere, like a nice yeah, bar, like Usudu. Right, Usudu, or, or that my I forget that place. We uh, Kraftwerk, I think, was what it was called. Where, where was that? Or, or uh, in Berlin? No. Um, oh yeah, called? yeah, yeah. That that kind of mm-hmm. dark dark hole in the wall. Yeah. The place, yeah, which was really cool. And With the beer the, was uh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The With the Scottish really guy or whatever that was, or yep. the English guy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing though. Is a big travel don't is don't always if you're even if you're there for a long time, don't always go to the same place. Yeah. Like when I was in Bali, the thing that I really liked was, you know, I was in Ubud for, I think, a week. I was in Kuda for, you know, a week and a half. And I, and I went to a couple other places. I went to Semenyak, you know, so visiting other places while you're traveling somewhere is, is always, I think, really good. And it, it gives you an opportunity to see some new things. Um, it can be really easy to get in that type of mindset where you always eat at somewhere that's like close to your hotel or where you're staying, which I get in terms of practicality, but also don't be afraid to venture out a little bit more, try something new. I mean, yeah. I had so many good, um, you know, uh, Indonesian dishes, um, you know, like satay, which is like, you know, meat on skewers mm-hmm. um, or, or um, 
Oh no, I forget what all these uh, different dishes are called now. Um, but you know, all the the like fried rice with with chicken and vegetables and all this stuff over there, it's so great. But you know, we ate at different places, um, so it's really important, I think, to try new places. So a big travel don't would be don't always just go to what's easy and go to what's comfortable. Yeah, I mean, we're the uh, we're we're team hashtag maps off, and I think that that's a big aspect. Is you just let let your body tell you where to go. Let let the journey is the destination, man. Oh, you're still chewing. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of another untranslatable I could it's, throw in there. This is some crunchy bacon here, Jared. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, uh, yeah. What what other travel don'ts are there? Hmm. Um. Let's see. I mean, obviously, don't be unprepared. You yeah, know, of don't don't underpack. Uh, I think sometimes oh, mm-hmm. I always pack an extra pair of underwear. That's mm-hmm. a definite in socks, extra pair of underwear and socks always. That's not a don't. Don't not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have any more don'ts. I'm trying to think of some other don'ts here. Well, let's just recap, I guess. So some of our do's were for me really think about um, how long you you can take a trip. Right, mm-hmm. what's comfortable for you? Uh, what you need for your trip? So I, I also make a packing list. I think I might even still. Do you really? Yep. I think I might still have somewhere on my Google Drive my itinerary. Even just for a normal trip? Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Wow. I tend to write, you know, because because I just want to know I I have everything I need, uh, and and also I I do. That I mean, I should. I forget stuff a lot. So. Well, and I do that also. So when I leave from that place, I kind of have a mental image of my head of seeing and reading that. So I don't forget anything. You know, it's like, oh, shoot, I need my, you know, it's really easy to forget maybe your, like, phone charger in the wall or something, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's true. What I do is I tend to, I, I all, like, all, like, put out on my bed before I actually put it into the suitcase, like, some, you know, mock up some some outfits. So I have an idea of what, what you know, what I'm going to be wearing. So it's like, all right, if I bring these pants, then I can probably wear these shirts with them. And then if I bring these pants, I can probably wear these shirts with them. But there's also some overlap on which, you know, on that too. So, you know, what gives me not only pants I like, but then also like a wide range of usability. Like the, the, these would be a good travel pant. I would say they have a wide range of usability. Exactly. That's crucial. Mm-hmm. Versatile crucial. clothes. Mm-hmm. Well, I like stuff too that, yeah, that you can wear in different settings. Or if you were to go to a nicer club, you could wear something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also not uncomfortable. You know, it's comfortable, and that's uh, the samba for me. The samba yep. is is the do it all. One of my favorite travel shoes. Yep, you've 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 trekked a lot of miles in your sambas. I have too. I mean, I literally just once I once they become uncomfortable to walk in, I just buy a new pair of the same thing. Right. <laughs> I, just, I mean, you you know what you're getting. This is like the third one I've had over the past four or five years. Right. But yeah, so so let's see here. So um, yeah, smart packing list. I would say. Um, also do your homework on the cultures and customs though. You know, sure. you, you don't want to be going to some places, but don't and handing them but stuff I would with say, your left hand. Yeah. But I'd say don't overdo it too. Cause sometimes right. I'd say you overdo it. Uh, yeah. I, I, oh, I definitely do. But I think at the same time as well, um, allow yourself to have an open enough mind when you travel that if you do something wrong unintentionally, I think, uh, hopefully a, you know, a good person will actually tell you sure. like, Hey, just so you know, uh, and, and and don't take once again don't take that personally. They're trying to help you. You know, I think that's a big one. Don't take yeah. stuff personally, right? Because because like for example, in China, my students kept always handing me their their homework assignments with both hands, 
Oh, and I yeah. was like, why? And it's because they're showing respect. Mm-hmm. And here I am just kind of grabbing them, <laughs> you know, because I'm, tr- right, I'm trying to get this done. Yeah, throwing their assignments back at him, making a paper airplane, you know, sending it back to him. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, be aware of some of those, you know, polite. And, and also, also too, though, I would say learn how to say hello, thank you, yes. please, and goodbye learn the in basics. whatever language. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. Any Those other any other do's or don'ts for today, Jared? I think I think that was good. A good comprehensive list of do's and don'ts. I think we've wrapped it up. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know what some of your travel do's and don'ts are at the untranslatable podcast at gmail.com. You can check out uh, this beautiful scenery out up. here and uh, tons of great stuff on our Instagram stories at Untranslatable Podcast on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter, Untranslatable yes. One, the number one where you can find lots of great retweets and you can find info about our episodes. And lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Dziękujemy, muchas gracias, shisha, and dos vidania. Last piece is all yours. I was going to say you could have it. Nope, that one's all yours, my man. Take it. All right, fine. You've earned it. <laughs> this has been a hard day of podcasting. It. That's right, dude. <clears throat> oh, hard day, but a good day. Got those birds in the background again. Yeah. Clouds are still moving, but I think we'll be all right. Yeah.